If you've ever had someone look at you and say, well, I just want to do it my way, you need to find that person and share this podcast with them because they're going to love it. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. I did it my way. <laughs> nice. Don't you guys love that song? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to say anything. No, I don't. No. <laughs> I've actually been at funerals. Wow. Where that was played. I did it my way. Hmm. I don't know if I want that played at my funeral. Uh, no, actually, I do know. I don't want that played at my funeral. Thank you very much. <sighs> let me just, before we get way off in the weeds, first, let me welcome you listeners and viewers to Kingdom Speak. Every view matters. Every viewer matters. Are you rearranging the furniture? <laughs> good? Yeah. I like your necktie today. Thanks. Yeah. It's I like good. it too. Um, we have a couple great reviews. I'm not going to give them both to you today. You're going to have to listen to the next episode, but this one in particular, uh, means something to me. So this guy leaves us five stars. Love kingdom speak. What a blessing kingdom speak has been for me. I have listened and followed since day one, and I am waiting with anticipation every Friday for a new episode to hit. Keep up the great work. Your crawfish eating friend in South Louisiana, Darren Spell. Oh, yeah. Love brother Darren Spell. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since we ate crawfish he with. Introduced me to the world of crawfish. He did. I'm, I'm not, it's no secret. Yeah. I'm not a big seafood guy. Man. But man, I do crawfish. Crawfish. Was really good. That's Where another, were we that's at? Another what level. was it called? Fezos? I think it was called Fezos. Yeah, and then there was like... Did, did we go to... D.I. D.I. Yeah, we did both of them. D.I.s. And they bring out these great big trays. <clears throat> and for an East Coast Canadian, it's like these With mini these little, lobsters. Little lobsters. <laughs> 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 these little mini lobsters. Like, man, this... It's going to take some work, man. We would not trap those in Canada. We would let no. them grow some more. <laughs> yeah. And then they tell you that they'll come out of your lawn. Yeah. Yeah. It was a trip. Yeah, it was. I would do that again. So, yeah, Brother Spell, thank you for listening. Who knew that people in Louisiana liked good podcasts? Yeah. Man, I sure I sure hope that uh, those affected by the hurricane get, yeah. get some relief soon, man. That's a terrible thing. It's crazy how down there, like, everything is below sea level. Like, it, the water is right. Yeah, not... Not a good thing, yeah. especially when you get feet of rain dropping. And the levee. Yes, pray that the levee doesn't break. Yes. All right, that's enough of that. How's everybody doing? Uh, How are you good. today? I'm doing good. And good, you? I had to ask you. It's been a few weeks. Yes. 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 A week. It's been a week. So I started the show by asking you if you've ever had someone say to you, well, I just, it's my way, right? Have you ever worked with someone? And you don't do it their way. Oh, yeah. And you see them doing something that takes twice as long. And they say, oh, well, this is just my way of doing things. <laughs> yeah, but it's wrong. <laughs> stop. 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 <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's quite a thing. And typically, that mindset is pretty, um, pretty firm. It's, it's hard to dislodge that view. Getting set in your ways. Oh, yeah. 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 My grandma, I don't think she listens to the podcast. You, you don't think so? No. No. She would be into the knitting what? podcasts. Yeah. Could we send her a pigeon? <laughs> but she, she's pretty set in her ways. Not in a bad, not in a, not in a bad sense. So that's why you're, you're safe saying this because she's not listening. Yeah. To she it. doesn't listen. Well, boys, the if in the next involved. episode, you see like a little stab mark, you know, one of the <laughs> grandma does listen and yeah. the knitting needles. Yeah. <laughs> Young man. Yes. <laughs> you will do it my way. <laughs> but it seems like as you, 
progress in age. I mean, you would know this. You are aging rapidly. Um, I am not at this point. I'm still stagnant. I suppose you're in some holding pattern, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no more birthdays. Yeah. Good for you. But as you go, you, you seem to develop ways doing things. And then you just kind of probably settle into them. What we do. Habits. Mm. Habits. But I suppose it could be good as well as bad. You know. For sure. When you bring this discussion to the kingdom of God, it's uh, mm. it, it opens up a very interesting discussion mm-hmm. that I think everybody, wh- whether you are born in church mm-hmm. and, and you still have to be born again, mm-hmm. but raised in church, there is nobody that is exempt from having to adjust their individual ways and bringing them into alignment with the way of God. Mm. Uh, Because God has ways of doing things too. Does he? And you've never met somebody Mm. more determined Hmm. to have it done his way than God. Mm -hmm. Um, Twice, I believe Proverbs, Proverbs says it this way. There is a way that seemeth right mm-hmm. unto a man. But the end thereof mm-hmm. is the ways of death. So it's, it's uh, and, and I think we may have talked about this in previous episodes a ways back, but um, that's one of the elements of judges that has always intrigued me, is that, that without proper leadership and anointed leadership, Mm-hmm. Then, then the people of God would do that which seemed right in their own eyes. They really didn't think they were doing anything wrong. Yeah, they thought thought everything was good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh, the the entirety of the Christian walk can really be summed up in me bringing my ways to Him. Mm-hmm. And then submitting my way to him. And when those two elements converge, that's where purpose exists, Mm -hmm. provision, promise. It all, it it culminates when I can bring my ways into alignment with with his ways. Yeah. Why don't you you, uh, read for us Proverbs 16 and 7, and let's just set this up a bit. 16.7 says, When a man's ways... Please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. A man's ways, plural, please the Lord. Okay? Mm -hmm. Plural. Um, But when you go to John 14, which is a apostolic gold mine, Mm -hmm. John 14 says, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, and he begins walking down through it. This is what he says. I go to prepare a place for you, and I'm coming again. I will receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And you got to love the Thomases amongst us. <laughs> and Thomas says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. And so if we don't know where you're going, how can we know the way? Mm-hmm. And what a, what, what a noted response that is. Very direct. Yeah. Jesus said, I am the way, mm-hmm. the truth, and the life. Notice, notice this. Jesus is not one of many options. Mm-hmm. A man's ways are plural. There's a number of ways that a man can respond to a situation, that a man can navigate the hurdles of life. But when it comes to doing it God's way, Mm -hmm. diametrically, it often diametrically opposes the way of that humanistic thinking. It's completely upside down. And it's not one of many options. I am the way. Mm-hmm. 
wrapped up in me is everything that you need. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I am the way. This, this is, I, I'm not, I, he doesn't play well with others. He said, if, if you're going to make it, you are going to embrace the singularity of who I am, and I am the way. He says the same thing about the church. When Paul and Acts was being persecuted, why? Because he was after the way, he was worshiping after mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. they called heresy. Mm-hmm. So what, what you need to notice from that is man's ways are plural, God's ways are singular. And the vice of Christianity, mm-hmm. it's a lifelong commitment. It's a lifelong journey to bring the plurality of my humanistic, fallen, broken ways into alignment with the way of Jesus Christ. I want to respond to things how Jesus would respond to them. Yeah, regardless of your personality or regardless of, because you know as well as I do, I'm sure in your world of pastoring and seeing different pastors, there, there, are, different, there are different ways of governing, right? There are different ways of leading. For sure. Different men have preferred methods. Right. But eventually right. it all filters back to everybody gets back. That's the common denominator that pulls everyone in. Right. It What's ha- God's way to do this now? Exactly. So on matters of doctrine, let's use that as, a, as an mm-hmm. example. On, on matters of doctrine, mm-hmm. it's not my way versus your way. Right, right. It's his way. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's none of us that have the authority to change one jot or tittle of doctrine. That's right. That's his way. And bro, he is obsessive about that. Right. Quit tampering with the doctrine. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. The essentiality of repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, the essentiality of, of being filled with the Holy Ghost. We, we, we don't have the authority in our broken human condition mm-hmm. to change something that is eternal and forever settled. That's the word, leave it alone. It's his way. And so contrary to the mantra that, that, uh, that historically has been used, all mm-hmm. roads lead to Rome. Mm-hmm. You can't just randomly navigate any highway and end up at salvation. That's right. The, whole, the whole concept, mm-hmm. the whole concept of salvation is the fact that someone begins to tunnel in and chip off all of the other options. They realize, my good works aren't doing it. My my philanthropic personality is not getting the job done. All of the attempts at trying to reconcile the debt load of my sin is not getting it done. I've got to come back to the way, the truth, Mm -hmm. the life, Mm -hmm. and that is Jesus Christ. Salvation is, it begins, that journey begins with that, that moment where it dawns on you. Okay, Saul how many times when he's giving account of his transformative salvation experience, mm-hmm. I was on the way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was on the way. And a light shone from heaven, and it pinned me to the ground. And I, while I was on my way, mm-hmm. I met the way. And that is what the gospel is all about. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to be... I trust this isn't offensive, um, but uh, it, it's truth nonetheless. Every 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 human being has got to come to that realization that if they want to be saved, they have got to forsake their ways, the ways of man, and embrace the way of God. But sadly, it doesn't end with one trip to the altar. Yeah, that's true, right? You got to constantly recalibrate what you're doing. <laughs> mm. Do you care to explain that a bit uh, more? Um, I'll leave that to the pastor. Co-host <laughs> Derek. 
How, how, when was the last recalibration that you had? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's the struggle. It is the struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm telling you it's a lifelong struggle. Mm-hmm. So being born again is merely the first step of that. Mm-hmm. And we spend the rest of our life trying to curtail those um, radical ways that mm-hmm. are within us the views that we have, and bringing them back in alignment with the Word of God, back in alignment with the Spirit of God. I mean, we all know somebody that's never double-checked themselves, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk about myself. I'm going to talk about somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah, let, let that be yeah. that, that, that person that's not at the table. Yeah, but you don't want to be that guy. That person that you're thinking about right now could be you to someone else. It's, so, so let, let me ask you this. Have you ever met somebody that has embraced the way, but their ways do not reveal? Yep. Mm. Mm. Okay? Yeah. They can take you and show you the baptismal certificates and the, I got the Holy Ghost on such and such a time. I'm on the right way now. Mm-hmm. But man, when you're sitting with them at the table, how they're treating that waitress is yai, yai, yai. Brutal. Right? Maybe how they're treating their spouse. Maybe how they're handling bitterness. How they're treating a brother. Because it filters down, right? It does. If you're, if you're always checking yourself to make sure you're on the right way, then all your ways should be edited it's an ongoing to to use your word again recalibration yeah a constant recalibration peter peter kind of knew this Mm -hmm. and and he 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 addresses this in the second chapter of his second letter Mm -hmm. now the, the 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 verse that um closes out chapter one leads to the fact that holy men of old mm-hmm. prophecy is not up to private interpretation. So in other words, keep your ways off of this. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your ways. Keep 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 your hands off of this. Mm-hmm. This was divinely inspired by holy men of old who were moved on by the Holy Ghost. This prophetic word that we are still walking by today this way was not a man's idea that's right it is something that was it was motivated by the spirit of god mm-hmm. okay but then he says but there were false prophets yes second peter 2 1 also among the people even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies even denying the lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Oh, there it is. Many will follow their pernicious ways. Okay, there's a 50-cent word for you. Mm-hmm. But it basically is their own lustful, immoral ways. Mm-hmm. Now you got to get this. He's not talking to the heathen on the street. Mm-hmm. He's talking to those that sneak in amongst the holy men mm-hmm. that are moved on by the Holy Ghost. And they begin trying to introduce a pernicious way. Mm-hmm. Read on how he feels about it. By reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. So there's pernicious ways, mm-hmm. and then the, he contrasts that with the way of truth. This battle's been around for a long time, guys. This this is an old battle. Mm -hmm. From the first generation of the apostolic church, as we know it, the New Testament church, Mm -hmm. this battle of defending the way from the influence of pernicious ways has been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. A long time. Now, I want to read it to you in the Amplified. 2 Peter 1 and 21, for no prophecy ever originated because some man willed it. I love how it says that. 
<laughs> this is not a prophecy that was concocted yeah. take from the, the way human, of a man. Take out the human element. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It never, he goes on to say it this way, it never came by human impulse. Is that well said? This is not what, this, it, this did not originate from human impulse. But men spoke from God who were born along, moved and impelled by the Holy Ghost. Hmm. That's how it came. This glorious gospel came to us by men, not by the impulse of their ways. This apostolic mission, this apostolic message was not concocted at some council. It didn't yeah. emerge from some table of, of, of reasoning. Mm-hmm. But individual men of God were moved by the Holy Ghost. Numerous men emerged with one way. Supernatural. It had to be supernatural. Yeah. Mm. But the attack then came that man tried to get his hands on it. Oh, and you, there know it. W- you know it. Is it any different today? No, of course not. They're trying their best mm-hmm. to renovate the message. Mm-hmm. And they're superimposing the ways of men upon the way mm-hmm. of truth. Yeah, we got we got this perf we got this perfect path laid out in front of us, and then watch humanity come in and mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times do you see that repeated? Yeah. And why are you putting an exit ramp there? <laughs> yeah. This way is pretty clear. Uh, yeah. We just think our ways are better. But also that, that's it. Yeah. That is exactly. We think that our ways are better. Yeah. But also in those days there arose false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among yourselves mm-hmm. who will subtly and stealthily introduce heretical doctrines, destructive her- heresies, even denying and disowning the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their immoral ways and lascivious doings. And because of them, Mm. the true way will be maligned and defamed. Wow. This is an internal conflict. Mm -hmm. The greatest threat to the church, let me be clear on this, Mm -hmm. is not from without. That's right. Yeah. The greatest threat to the church is from within, Mm -hmm. where men begin imposing upon the way, their way. We have got to shake free of superimposing upon the way our way of doing things. And we have got to become once again loyal to the way as it was once delivered sure. to the saints. Does, does that does, does, perfect does, sense? Totally get it. The reality is, is Ecclesiastes, boy, I love I love how, how Solomon said this. He said, As thou knowest not what is the way of the Spirit, mm-hmm. nor how the bones grow in the womb of her that is with child. Even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. Hmm. Brothers and sisters, there is no way to fully comprehend the totality of how God does it. There's always going to be an element of God's actions that keeps you wondering. Mm -hmm. What's he doing? Why did he do that? And you have to submit that to him. I think I think this the example of 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 men wrestling with this, internalizing this, goes back even farther than what Peter was referring to Mm -hmm. in his letter to in his in his second letter. And it goes back as far as the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. Hmm. We see a perfect example of this. And they begin coming out, and it's noted in Exodus chapter 13 mm-hmm. and verse 17. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go 
that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. There. God did not lead them through the way Mm -hmm. of the land of the Philistines. Although that was near. So humanistically. The writer points that out. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was like pretty obvious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This this is what we should be doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if God's ever pulled a quick one on you or not. But God doesn't always take the shortest route. Oof, man. Sometimes it seems like, yeah, he's not, his way is not what you would do. Yeah. (laughs) He tells David after he's roundly and soundly been defeated, I want you to go up there and then retreat like you're in in retreat mode again. Say what? (laughs) And you're, really? And when you hear the sound in the mulberry trees, I mean, it's, it's like, really? This is how we're going to do this. I'm going to go win this battle with a lamp and a trumpet. Great idea. Uh, how do you sell this to logical men of war mm-hmm. that say, uh, Captain, this mm-hmm. could be problematic. Mm-hmm. But the ways of God do not always align themselves with how we think things have to unfold. Yeah, I just thought of this. I remember I read one time where a guy was talking about the story where Jesus said, cast your nets on the other side. And it's Jesus talking to commercial fishermen. Yes. And this dude is showing up saying, yeah, I know you're not catching any fish, but just take your net and just put it on the other side of the boat. Well, do you know how dumb that is to a fisherman? Yeah, as if the net hadn't been on the other side of the boat numerous <laughs> times that night. I've been here all night. Right. And who are you? Right. <laughs> but right. sometimes it's not your way. Absolutely. Not your way. So here you, you know, and, and, and this will become more abundantly clear as we discuss this, you know that Israel, somebody there had to go. Now just a minute. How come we're not taking this way? Exactly. You told us that we're coming out of Egypt. We're being pursued Mm -hmm. by our adversaries. Mm -hmm. And we're not taking this very obvious direction Mm -hmm. to get from here to the promised land. Don't you think, Moses? Mm -hmm. am, Am I missing something? But we don't fully understand the ways of God. Mm-hmm. We don't understand what is on that path. Mm-hmm. Okay? He goes on to explain why. For God, For said, God said, let's peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. So the path that was near was a path that was going to introduce a, a, a people fresh out of bondage into mm-hmm. a war mm-hmm. that would have a, a psychological impact upon them. It would rattle their faith. Mm-hmm. So from the perspective of God, think about this. And we can't, we can't even begin to grasp the full continuity of this. But God is sitting from his vantage point of being all-knowing, all-powerful, seeing the end from the beginning. And he goes, they can handle a Red Sea easier than they can handle a war. Mm -hmm. So I would rather send them by way of the Red Sea than through this path. From our perspective, the beauty of being the Monday morning quarterback to this story is we know it all works out. Yeah. It's different when you're standing there in the sand looking around saying, why are we going this way? But when you when <laughs> but when you're looking at it going, it's gonna take me it's gonna take me this many more steps. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be this much more tired <laughs> to go the long way around mm-hmm. than I am to go this short route. Yep. Okay. But could it be that the way you prefer would mess your faith up more than the way that that God has for you. 
So, yeah, your feet might be a little bit more tired going this way because it is longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scripture's pretty clear. This is near. So your feet might be a little bit more sore, but but your head's going to be a whole lot clearer. Oh. <laughs> because the psychological impact would be more detrimental to your faith than the impact even on your physical person to go this way. Mm-hmm. How many times because I have been persistent to do things my way, have I given myself the headaches mm, that thou, yeah. now I'm asking God to deliver me from? Yeah. Oof, everybody say amen to that. Take a break and say amen. Wow. We're so worried about our feet, mm. not worried so much about our head. And God's sitting there seeing the big picture. Absolutely. You can keep, you, you'll keep moving towards the promised land with sore feet. Mm. Your head starts getting messed up. Well, you're out of it. You're out of it. You're going to be going, I'm, I'm back. Take, take me back. Take me back. I, I just can't handle a war right now. You know, nowadays we'd be on our phones with our, oh, here we go. Our Waze app. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But we'd be looking, saying, we're going the wrong direction here. Pastor McKillop, why are we doing this? Right? Well, that be, that, you know that emerged because it repeatedly emerged throughout the, the length of their journey in the wilderness. If I was leading this thing, this is what we would do today. Right. Yeah. And, it only, and, and it only had to compound when he says, no, we're coming, uh, but... Um, there's water there. Yeah. Do you know there's a pond? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah. This is like the dead end. Yeah. Yeah. I've already been down here. I know yeah. it's around this corner. Yeah. 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 So not only is it a longer way around, it looks like we got a good swim ahead of us. To be okay. fair, even Moses is probably like, uh, okay, I guess we're going this direction. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Again, you got to take off the fact that you know how the story ends. Mm-hmm. Very difficult to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. The way from Egypt to the promised land, when before God called you out of Egypt, and this is this is this is critical to this discussion. Mm-hmm. Hear me. Before God called you, he had a way already selected. He knows every step of the way that you're going to walk to get you from the bondage mm-hmm. of the world to the liberty of the promised land. He knows. He knows how many nights in the wilderness. He knows how many trips around the mountain. He knows how many Red Seas, how many Jordan Rivers, how many times the man is going to fall. He knows it all. You've got to submit your ways to his way mm. if you're going to make it. Do you think that this is something that I've wondered about. Um, so it took them all those years in the wilderness. Do you think it was God sitting there looking at them saying, you know, you, you're just going to have to go a bit longer because you're not quite ready? Because everybody says, you know, it could have been a journey of however many days. Right. Right. Well, there's, there's no question there was a... Clearly, this, these verses say, you know, he took them on a longer journey. Yep. And their doubt, undoubtedly, how about that, (laughs) (laughs) contributed to the fact that they, I mean. There was wandering also. They got there Mm -hmm. within a few days Mm -hmm. and then denied it. Yeah, and And then they started wandering. And then they started wandering. Mm -hmm. So on God's path, Mm -hmm. following God's way, All of the things that can go wrong are already factored in. Yeah, that's very good. The provision for those are already factored in. Mm -hmm. Taking the short path, you're going to fight battles that aren't intended for you to fight. It's going to affect you, Mm -hmm. and God has no remedy, and you will go back. If you're willing to walk the long way around, Mm -hmm. you say, well, what about my feet? What about my shoes? Ah, don't worry about it. They'll never wear out. Mm -hmm. What about my clothes? Ah, they'll never wear out. The provision... Mm -hmm. If you follow God's path, is already there. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I going to eat? Got that covered. Where am I going to get the water? No problem. Gotcha. Yeah, God's pretty merciful. The provision along his path, his way, okay, that provision 
is 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 already it's already factored into your your process. So it's a whole lot better to just walk his way than to continually kick back against it and say, mm-hmm. but it don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do this? Yeah, but you guys know what we do as humanity. Instead of turning right at the intersection, we turn left, and then we complain when we run out of gas and start begging God for more gas money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we say, oh, no, we want quail, so then God has to dump a bunch of quail out and do all this other <laughs> stuff because, right? Isn't humanity just awful? Bro. <laughs> and here is poor Moses trying to manage all of these elements of, of people's idea about how mm-hmm. this journey should take place and how the provision should come from. Did you just bring us out here to die? Oh, man. Did you yep. just, right? Were there no graves in Egypt? Um it's we're thirsty, okay. Maybe Moses is thirsty too. And yeah, yeah, I, I reckon he is. Yeah. yeah, the last thing he's doing, meek Mister Moses, is like guzzling a sixteen ounce Slurpee in in front of a bunch of dried, thirsty yeah. individuals. No, he's not. So continue to read that because there's 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 a little bit more. In um, verse 21. All right. So, but God led the people out through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. Yeah. The children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way. To lead them the way there's all kinds of ways to get from egypt to the promised land Mm. but there's only one way for israel to get from egypt to the promised land are you getting that yep a man's ways there's all kinds of options out there Mm. but you won't survive the trip Mm. You can't handle the war there. You can't handle the resistance there. So God has carefully crafted a way. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Undoubtedly, there are people listening to this podcast that are going through horrific trials, tribulations, suffering loss, and you don't see this. But I promise you, God has a way out. For sure. God has a way out. And the last thing you need to start doing at this point is begin seeking direction from the ways of men. Keep following Moses mm-hmm. and the cloud and the fire, and God's going to get you out. Yeah, There is a way out of this. There's a way out of this. But so often when we're... I just keep thinking about that, where we all get so messed up. And then we want God to rescue us when we've tried to take our own path. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I can see it in myself. The times that I've been off the rails, God's like, man, why didn't you just take a right? Why didn't you just keep going? When I told you to. I told you so. Now I got to try to get you out of this mess. Right. Oh. Absolutely. Here we go. And so there, there is this emergence coming back to the conflict, the internal conflict. Mm-hmm. I believe um, it's the, it's not, the, it's not this way in the King James. King James says that there was a mixed multitude, mm-hmm. but they are known as the rabble. The rabble. There is this element of the children of Israel that are on the fringes of what God is doing. And man, there is this stuff that just keeps breaking out there. That's where plagues break out. That's where murmuring breaks out. Mm-hmm. And, and so we have an example of this with, with Moses sitting down. And I, I want to just briefly um, tag, tag this. Moses, Moses is sitting, Scripture says, from morning till evening. And folks are coming to him with issues. Mm-hmm. Now, those issues are, are 
not because the, the, the plan is pretty clear how to get Israel from Egypt to the promised land. It's going to be, by the way, the wilderness. There's a pillar of fire and a pillar of cloud, and, and, and just follow it. That's pretty straightforward. The issue that emerged was not the overall corporate progress of the children of Israel as much as it were pockets within. Mm-hmm. And there began to be these lateral issues within the church, okay? It's not the problems from without and the pressure from without. It is the pressure from within. Mm -hmm. Jethro is observing Moses dealing with these issues. Mm -hmm. People would come to him, and it was from morning until evening. Oh, man. (laughs) All day long. So you think you want to be pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Come sit in my tent for a while. Yeah. Right? Ugh. Ugh. All day long. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jethro's observing this. He's watching this. He's scratching the father-in-law head saying, son. Yes. This is not, um, this is not a sustainable option. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he comes to Moses and says, Moses, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And what does Moses say in Exodus 18 and verse uh, 15? 15 says, And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. Yeah. <laughs> when they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another. And I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. I make them know. Note that. I make them know the statutes of God and his laws. Mm-hmm. But he's talking to people at that moment mm-hmm. that have got an issue. That's right. The car is already in the ditch. Yeah. Right. right. The house is already on fire. Yeah. The marriage is already in shambles and the finances are a train wreck. So I get this podcast at work and the producer is giving me a hard time. Yes. So Moses says, well, here's what the Bible says. Right. <laughs> and... You know, this is a scripture I could offer you out of this scroll, and this is how you're going to have to deal with that. And he does it from morning till evening. Yeah. He makes it known mm-hmm. to people trapped in a situation. Yeah. I have a situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Problems. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For all the brain okay. people out there. Yep. He makes the statutes of God and the laws of God known to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moses' father-in-law says, The thing that thou doest <laughs> is not good. Well. That will surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. Too much for you. They're not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice, I'll give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to Godward that... Thou mayest bring the causes unto God, and oh. thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws. Oh. And shalt show them the way wherein they must walk. Show them the what? The way. The, oh, we're going to show them the way they should walk. Mm-hmm. Okay. N- notice the contrast. Jethro sees Moses handling people in chaos. Case by case. Mm -hmm. And when they come, Moses is doing the right thing. He's showing them the ordinances and laws of God. Mm -hmm. Jethro, from his vantage point of a 30,000-foot flyover, goes, Moses, Mm -hmm. you need to teach the people the ordinances, statutes, and laws of God. Now, it would seem like we're parsing Mm-hmm. linguistics here, mm-hmm. but it's a world of differences Yeah, to show somebody or to make known to somebody that is in a situation, this is the statute and law of God, mm-hmm. than it is to teach somebody that is not in a situation, this is how you keep yourself from getting into a situation. Mm. One is preventative. And one is, right, right. right. And one is trying and, to do clean And up. you're rescuing the other one. Yes. <laughs> if I can teach you how to drive, yeah. I won't have to help you out of the wreck. 
Yeah. Yep. It's time to move it back a ways. Mm-hmm. Jethro's telling Moses this. Mm-hmm. He's saying, listen, Moses, move it back a bit. Teach the people. Mm-hmm. And if you can teach them the way, the way, the way, the way, he keeps, that's, that's the hammer here, mm-hmm. the way. If you can teach them to bring their radical ideas into alignment with the way of God, mm-hmm. we're going to have a whole lot less marriage counseling to do. <laughs> we're yeah. we're going to have a whole lot less reconstructive um, analysis of the of the crash mm. scene. Yeah. So instead of you know getting counsel on how to repair a relationship with a coworker because you punched them, maybe you should. Is learn there something to- random? Yeah, I'm just. The reason yeah. I'm asking is both of these guys are on staff here at the church. So <laughs> is is this uh, something I- that? Uh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to get less office calls. Yeah. I see this. Yeah. yeah. But instead of learning to do that, if you would walk in the way of self-control and temperance, yes, then you wouldn't have to always be going around apologizing to people for punching them in the head. <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> Just prophetic, I guess. Yes. You feel that? I do. Yes. <laughs> you feel that? Yeah. So are you telling me that... that, that that the pernicious ways of mm. punching someone in the head mm. could really kind of taint the way things should be done. We're in the is, prophecy zone here. You're, is, you're ministering that, right now. Am I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, everybody just, yeah. if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but just. Don't you dare kick that dog one more time. <laughs> yeah. But so Listen, from, from the saint's perspective, yeah. it does. It makes your life a lot less dramatic. Because you're not always in emergencies. Right. But then as as a pastor, you are getting people to the point where they're living in a way that they don't have to deal with all this stuff, and you don't have to deal with it either. Right. More maturity. And, and listen, right? this is not about necessarily, although he does cite it, yeah. that it's too heavy for Moses. Mm-hmm. It's not just about lightening the load on Moses. Mm-hmm. It is about developing people to a, to a sense of spiritual maturity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That they know how to manage their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you off the roller coaster. Here's, here's the danger, okay? The danger is, is that Moses then becomes God to the people. Ooh. Yeah. If he doesn't teach the people. Ooh. Yeah. So then all the while they are coming to him, what am I supposed to do? What's the answer? What, 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 now what? Moses is the guy. Moses is the guy. Yeah. Should I buy this house? Should I sell this car? Should I? 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 Uh, I was thinking of getting a puppy. Oh, I already did. That's I a didn't fact. Even ask him. That's a fact. If you'd asked me, I'd have had opinion about that. I know. That, I but. already know what you was gonna say, so I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do, do, do you do you do you yeah. understand that that there is a danger? Mm-hmm. In tying people, and and <clears throat> this this may be a bit controversial to some, but there's a danger in tying people to. I don't want my people tied to me, right? So you're not I, a cult. Here leader. I go qualifying. I hate that when people yeah. say my people, yeah. the people that you know. I I don't want the saints in the church that I pastor mm. to be tied more to me than they are <clears throat> to the ordinances, statutes, and and laws of God. Mm. I could be gone tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. That. That's happened in the history of our mm-hmm. church. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And if you're more tied to Moses than you are the message, mm-hmm. then then y- your ways become rattled. Mm. Okay. Then it comes. Then it becomes. And, and I've I've told our church this. I'm not interested in being your policeman. No. If, if it's all about Moses, then you're more concerned about pleasing Moses than you are having your ways please the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. So then whenever Moses is not around, you're, you're more comfortable leading a double lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and allowing your pernicious ways to be on full display and failing to recognize God sees it all. Mm-hmm. And whether Moses ever sees it, God sees it. You're not living the way you're living to please your pastor. You're living the way you're living to please the Lord. Mm. And that is not even close to the same. Wow. Wow. We have got to have 
a, a rev, maybe I could say it that way, a revival mm. within, okay? A lot, a lot of times we, we use the term revival for folks coming in mm. off the street. We need a revival within the house, within the fellowship of God, we in the family of God. We've got to have a revival of folks that know the way of God mm. and can maturely reconcile the perniciousness mm. of their ways mm. to the way of God. And we're going to unpack this in another episode a bit more mm. and put a bit more of, of shoe leather on what we're talking about. But God has an opinion about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you will follow the way of God, it will work. Mm-hmm. The overall progress of the church. Listen, I, I don't know if, if, if anybody else gets weary with this, but the rabble, that outer fringe element mm-hmm. of the church, it's always, there's stuff always breaking out there. There's always mm-hmm. people being offended about something, talking about this one, trying this. Listen, listen, if you'll walk according to the way of God, a lot of that stuff will be fixed. It'll fix what you're saying, Mm -hmm. and it'll fix how you hear what was said. Very good. Yes. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, you're less enticed and enthralled by the leeks and garlics of Egypt, and you the allure of milk and honey still keeps you on the way from Egypt to the promised land. Mm-hmm. I don't want something between me and a brother, mm. between some little squabble that I'm in, some little, mm-hmm. some little, little, little funk that I find myself in, to cause me to lose sight of the pillar of fire and the cloud that's leading me all the way home. Mm-hmm. I want my ways to become perfectly aligned with the way of God. Because when a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies are at peace with him. Mm -hmm.